Hey, this is Greg McAfee, and welcome to The Greg McAfee Show. Now let's get started. And welcome back to The Greg McAfee Show, where we discuss steps to successful entrepreneurship, how to take your business to new heights, and ultimately follow your dreams. Today we're going to be discussing stay in the ring. Don't quit. You know, as business entrepreneurs, we're a special breed of people. Um, We see opportunities um, at every slow service, um, at every poor product, and at every unmet need. I mean, I know I do. I, I constantly find myself, if I was running this place, this is what I would do. And uh, as I've talked to other entrepreneurs around uh, the world, basically, uh, we all feel the same way. We just want to provide better service. We want to provide a better product. And that's what we do. So we're gung-ho. We go at it at full speed a lot of times. And, you know, however, uh, 20% of new businesses fail every year. And almost 50% of those fail Uh, 50% of those that make it by the fifth year fail. So by the fifth year, 50% of all um, new businesses fail. Uh, So why is that? Uh, But what we're going to talk about today, um, most of the reasons for those failures, by the way, comes down to lack of planning, uh, financially, uh, growth, serving a customer, being in the wrong location. Okay, so what we're going to talk about today are 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 those that when times get tough, um, they just don't quit. Okay, they just don't quit because a lot of people, when times get tough, they just quit and they walk away from it and then they regret it years later. So, um, you know, there are times in my thirty-two years that uh, it would have been really easy to quit. I mean, let's face it, quitting's easy. The regret of quitting is hard, but quitting's easy. Throw in the towel, tap out, whatever. Um, there's been many times in my 32 years of career that I, uh, that I could have done that. And, uh, you know, at one time, the second year in business, my phone didn't ring for two weeks. And, you know, I had I had a couple of people ask, what are you going to do? I mean, for two weeks, my phone didn't ring. That didn't mean I didn't have work for two weeks. That means my phone didn't ring for two weeks. That w- would have been a great sign if I would have taken it that way, that this isn't going to work. Maybe I shouldn't have started a business. Uh, but I just kept plowing through. Um, many times I had lack of capital. I built a new building, got all the walls up, and they collapsed, completely collapsed. The builder didn't have the right support um, on the walls, and they collapsed. Um, it, it, it was depressing, I must say, but a lot of people would have quit. It, you know, it, it's, quitting's not an option for a lot of people. Um, we, did a, we did this big apartment job, 500 replacement uh, units um, and then added air conditioning to them, and 
everything was going well. They were paying on time. Everything was going well. We took a break for a month. And when we came back, they said, just go ahead, get started. We'll, you know, we'll get back on the pay schedule. And it kept going, kept going, kept going until they owed us almost $200,000. And at the time, I was still in a garage. We, we were we were only doing somewhere around five hundred to six hundred thousand a year in sales and they owed us two hundred thousand let me tell you folks I was getting stressed I was having heart palpitations um, he kept promising me you'll get paid you'll get paid well little did I know that he um, hadn't got approval from the bank to start the job back up uh, they did pay us and we got paid and, and as of today uh, I'm not having any heart palpitations but I'm sure it didn't help my heart some of you know I last year I had a quintuple bypass um, out of the blue uh, so anyway there were a lot of times where I could have thrown in the towel um, but quitters never win and winners never quit um, so let's take a look at some very successful people. And I know there's many definitions to success. Uh, but let's take a look. I've handpicked a few uh, that I think are successful in what they did or what they do today. Um, now, you know, the first one is today. Uh, Elon Musk um, had many odds against him. He really did. And many public naysayers uh, and some that he really respected. Uh, we could spend uh, an entire podcast on Elon Musk, and one day I might do that. But here's a couple of his quotes. He said, no, I don't ever give up. I'd have to be dead or completely incapacitated. He also said you should not give up unless you're forced to give up. So if you completely run out of money, then you should you should give up. Um you know, there are times where you need, there are, there are sensible times where you need to throw in the towel, okay? But, but by far, it's not just because things are going a little tough for you. And that's what we're talking about today. Ford Motor Company today is the largest American-made automaker, and Henry Ford is known as the automotive assembly line. Um, he wasn't an instant success. Uh, as a matter of fact, he failed like five times. His early businesses failed and he went broke uh, several times before he founded the successful uh, Ford Motor Company. And we all know that Michael Jordan, one at one time he didn't make his high school basketball team. Uh, he was not good enough. And uh, he said that that was the motivation required to keep working on his craft of basketball. And Jordan was bypassed on the Laney varsity roster, and instead he, he was put on the uh, junior varsity team. Later in life, the best player ever said this, I have missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I have lost almost 300 games. On 26 occasions, I've been entrusted to take the game-winning shot, and I missed. And I have failed over and over and over again, and that is why I succeed. Okay? 
So we're not talking today about failing. If you can't take failing, you shouldn't be in business because you're going to fail over and over and over again. But what we're talking about today is every little failure, people throw in the towel. They quit. They tap out. Tapping out, man. Tapping out early. So Michael Jordan knew. I'm going to fail. You know why? Because I'm taking more shots than probably everyone else. I'm going to miss more shots. You know, it's like Babe Ruth struck out. He had more strikeouts than he did home runs. But what's he known for? Home runs. He's also, Michael Jordan also said this, a lesser known quote, uh, but equally as powerful. Obstacles don't have to stop you. If you run into a wall, just don't turn around and give up. Figure out how to climb it, go through it, or work around it. Amen. By the way, Michael makes today um, four hundred thousand a day. His net worth is one point seven billion today, and he was cut from his high school bath. He wasn't cut, rather. He did not make the basketball team, and they put him on the JV team. Okay, but think about that. I'd say he's a success. Now, a guy by the name of Walter Disney was fired as a young man from his newspaper. Why was he fired? Because they said he lacked good ideas. <laughs> you know, that's just so comical. The most creative guy in the world who invented Mickey Mouse was fired because he lacked good ideas. Well, then he started his first animation company in 1921, but that quickly went bankrupt. He ended up eating dog food, literally. Walt Disney ate dog food to survive. If you were subsisting on dog food uh, because of failure of your first animation company, would you start another animation company? Probably not. But that's exactly what Walt Disney did. In fact, he had to restart several times after they, uh, but before they finally became a success. In today's money, Walt Disney would be worth around $40 billion. It's like 35 times more than Michael Jordan. I mean, think about that. And he was fired how many times? And he failed how many times? But he didn't throw in the towel. Walt Disney was so visionary that when he built Walt Disney, when he built the Walt Disney, he built the parking lot first because he knew how many people would attend. Okay, well then you got, you've everyone's heard of Sears, Sears store, but it's actually called Sears and Roebuck, even today, it's Sears and Roebuck Company. In 1945, uh, they were doing $1 billion in sales. In 1945, they were like the largest department store in the world. That's equivalent to $13 billion today. Roebuck decided he wanted to quit and asked Sears to buy him out um, for $20,000. That was back in like 1898, somewhere in there. They were... Sears was like 30 years old and, and uh, Roebuck was 28 years old. And Roebuck said, I don't want to do this. I don't want to start a business. I don't have what it takes to start this business. Buy me out for 20000 
which in today's money was about $650,000. Now fast forward about 45 years and they were doing a billion a year in sales. Roebuck quit. He threw in the towel way too early. Now in 2000, this is not a person, but it's a, it's a um, business. JK Rowling said this, she said, I had failed on an epic scale. An exceptionally short-lived marriage had imploded and I was jobless. A lone parent, as poor as poor could be, without being homeless. The fears that my parents had had for me and that I had had for myself had both come to pass. And by every usual standard, I was the biggest failure I knew. Now, if you don't know who J.K. Rowling is, she came out of that failure very strong and more determined. Um, and that was the key to her success because she ended up writing the Harry Potter novels. And today, her net worth is $1.1 billion. Okay, and we all know Apple, you know, I've got an Apple phone, don't have it with me here, but uh, Apple started off with two guys in a garage, okay? Years later, we know it as a multi-billion dollar company and actually the first company to do a trillion dollars. Um, with thousands of employees. Yet, almost unbelievably, Steve Jobs was fired from the very company he started. The dismissal made him realize that his passion for his work exceeded the disappointment of the failure. And then future ventures such as Next and Pixar eventually led Steve Jobs back to the CEO position of Apple. Now, Jobs said this back in 2005, I didn't see it at the time, but it turned out that getting fired from my own company was the best thing that could ever happen to me. Today, in today's money, Steve would be worth about $45 billion, okay? $45 billion. And in 2000, um, the founder of Netflix, Reed Hastings offered Netflix to Blockbuster. They, they went to Blockbuster. I did a whole podcast on this once. They went to Blockbuster and they said, you know, what you guys are doing is great. And I think if we put these two together and I run this part and you guys continue to run this part, um, we'll kill it. I'll let you have Netflix for $50 million. Um, And you know what they did? They laughed at him. They laughed at him. We don't want Netflix. It's a worthless company to us. Really? You know what Netflix is doing today? Somewhere around 30, over $30 billion in sales today. Um, they underestimated Netflix. They underestimated uh, Reed Hastings. And they refused to adapt to the innovative streaming way of today. Blockbuster clung to their time-honored brick-and-mortar stores and died shortly after. Today, only one blue-ticketed store remains, symbolizing a critical lesson when something moves 
online, move with it. Otherwise, you'll pull a blockbuster. Okay. So they failed. They basically quit because what did I say earlier? Lack of thinking, lack of thought, lack of planning. Okay. They didn't plan ahead. Terrible. They were sitting at a board table figuring out how long people could keep their movie while Netflix was killing it out there. Okay. All right. So with that, uh, let's talk about some characteristics of quitters that we should all avoid. So these are characteristics of quitters. Um, Number one, they resist change. You know, if you're going to be in business and you're going to resist change, you might as well hang it up right now because you either change or you change (laughs) jobs, right? Um, But you, you change by demand or you'll change by default, okay? So people who resist change end up quitting. Number two, when faced with a challenge, they make excuses. We have... There are so many challenges in even a small business. If you have one, two, three, four, or five employees, you have challenges, okay? And if you can't face a challenge and move forward, you might as well hang it up now. Because if you have, you can have all the excuses in the world you want to have, but that's not going to make you successful. And they end up quitting. Number three, they crave instant gratification. And I know we live in a world of instant gratification. That doesn't mean it's good, okay? Instant gratification. Everybody wants it now. I'll start a business now. And I'll be honest with you, folks. um, I I say this often because I'm a firm believer in it. But if you're in a climate that is extremely hot, you're going to succeed faster, at least on paper, okay? Because it's hot, And everybody, if you're in a heating and air conditioning business, uh, you're going to succeed faster in a hot climate than you would in a mild climate. I mean, I'll show you a good business and I'll pick one that is in a mild climate who's killing it, you know, doing 40 to 50 million a year. That's hard to do. That's extremely hard to do. But most people can do, in a hot, hot climate, most companies are doing 20 to 30 million anyway. And they don't even have to try. Because it's hot. And people need you 24-7. There's a lot of companies I know that are, are, they have to start at 5 a.m. because it's so hot by noon. So, but everybody wants instant gratification. So they see these guys in the hotter climates and they think, I can do that. Well, they can't do it if they're not in a hotter hotter climate. And they can't even do it in a hotter climate if they don't have um, everything else that's required to run a strong business. Everything it takes. All right, number four, a characteristic, characteristic of a quitter is they lack good counsel. I mean, that's biblical, folks. You don't get good counsel, you're not going to be around long. Some of these guys, they got it all down. They know it all, right? They got it all down. I can do this. They lack good counsel and they end up quitting. It's not like they thought it was going to be. And and the final one I have here, number five, 
They're just not willing to put in the time. They're just not willing to put in the work. And and when you're not willing to put in the time and the work, you might as well hang it up. And they quit. They just didn't realize it was going to be this hard. Okay? I just didn't realize. I, I thought I could work 40 hours a week. I, I thought I could still go on vacation the first five years. Just doesn't work that way. And they quit. It's not easy. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. Okay? Albert Einstein once said, success comes from moments of frustration when you'll be most uncomfortable. But after you've gone through all those bitter times, you'll be stronger. You'll become stronger and you'll get closer to success. So don't quit. Hang in there. You got this. You can do this. And if you want to survive and then thrive, it can be summed up with three words. Do not quit. Okay? Do not quit. Okay, I hope this helps. And before we wrap up, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe below. You can also support this podcast by rating and reviewing on iTunes or your preferred listening platform. Keep listening because... We just share things that help you grow your business, help sustain you as a business owner and encourage you more. And all and all that does is help you sleep better at night, which is what I teach, how to sleep better at night. And uh, be sure to tune in next week when we continue to discuss ways uh, to do those things in business. And thanks for listening. And as always, carry on and have a great day.